Hush, hush, hush. Quiet, everybody. Hey, you. Thanks for tuning in. You have reached the 60-minute meal, and I'm the moderator, just a guy from 215. And here are my co-hosts, Nandy B, Mikey D, and Sammy Sam. And I can't forget our fluid panel of intellectuals. How y'all doing? All righty, let's see. Here we are, here we are. Welcome back to the 60-Minute Meal Podcast. In the words of Coach Prime Time, we are here, we are here, and we are here. <laughs> okay. Hey, everybody. It's so good to see your faces as you fine dine with me. How y'all doing this evening? Good. We're good. Wonderful. Okay, good. So good to see y'all. Pull up a seat, pour you a glass, and do what you do. But I got something cooking hard and hot for you. I swear I do. But let's start with the appetizer, shall we? The last episode, we had a great meal. We feasted on the views of, are we looking for a love story or a life story? And that was truly fulfilling. I'm sure we all came away with some healthy tidbits from that, I'm sure. But the one thing I will really say is I learned a lot about my tribe is that you guys are crazy. Seriously. <laughs> All y'all crazy. But, I'm, but I mean that in love. I mean that in love. Okay. Include yourself in that insanity. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I will include, I will include myself in that. No problem. No problem. <laughs> but let's make a meal. Let's make a meal out of this topic right here. Okay. Is it better to be needed or wanted in a relationship at this juncture of your life? And I say that again. Is it better to be needed or wanted in a relationship at this juncture of your life? We're going to make a meal of this topic, make a hearty meal of it. And I'm going to go to one of my co-hosts, Sammy Sam, because I definitely want you to weigh in. Would you please? Hmm. This one had me thinking because, you know, I thought, what are needs? What do we need as humans? We need food, shelter, clothing. You know, what do we want? You know, we want the nicest food, shelter, clothing that our money can buy. You know, so you understand the difference between the two. You know, you're like, do I want somebody to need me, meaning that they have to have me, you know, or do I want somebody to want me, meaning that, you know, a want is something, you know, that you don't need, <laughs> you know, but it's, but your wants in our society, our wants really take over our needs a lot of the time, you know, because we want this new pocketbook, but you don't need it, you know, so it, it, it's like when you put it to to basic things, that's what makes it a little easier to understand. Okay. You know, but in the end, you're like, do I want somebody to need me, you know, where they can't live without me, you know, or do I want somebody to want me, you know, which is kind of going the extra mile, you know, to be, you know, to be around me, to have me. Right. And that is a very... That, that, that's a very good question. You know, mm -hmm. at, at this point in my life, you know, I want to be wanted. You know, you okay. want to, you want that person who is with you to want to be with you, not need to be with you. Okay. Okay. I like that. Okay. I'm going to pivot to you, Nandy B. Let me know what's your take on it. Well, I think that want and need are the same two words. It's just, it's just, um, has variables to it. I want, I want to be wanted and needed. Okay. okay. I don't want to just have a need because a lot of people are with people for just for the, getting the needs, their needs met, but they really don't want the person, but they right. want the need that the person can get. Right. Them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, 
You want a person, then they get sick, and then they don't want you, or you don't want to be around them. So that's like um, a half of a shoe. You understand? I need to be wanted, and I need to be needed. Okay. It's okay. hand in hand. It's like pickles and cucumbers. There's still there's still a, a cucumber, but in a different level, it can be a pickle. You understand? And right. that's how the word, the word need and want is. A need is something that is essential. A want can has wings. It could be here today and going tomorrow. Okay. But if you are in a relationship where you're really building and you want some stability, we both need to be needed and wanted. There's something that I'm going to give you and there's something you're going to give me. And in that is an essential part of why we're together. Okay. 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 Right. So you're looking at want to need as interchangeable as well as a double entendre, meaning it has the same meaning. It's just different words, but the same meaning. Yes. Okay. Okay. I am going to. I think in most relationships, and I could be wrong, but I think in most relationships, it starts out as a need. I can provide this for you and you need that. Mm -hmm. And then as the relationship grows, we get beyond just the need to, I want to spend my time with you. I want to do X, Y, Z with you because we're beyond just the, almost like a hierarchy syndrome where we get beyond just the necessities to a higher level of, of relationship, the, the intensity of the relationship or the warmth and the caring consideration of the relationship. Yeah. Right. I, I hear that, Mike, Mikey D, but so I'm asking you, at this juncture of your life, uh huh, is it better to be needed? Which one would be the priority? Right, right. Because I, yeah, because I'm, I'm thankful that you gave me the outlook and the purview in a, in you know, in a generality sense. But now I'm asking you specifically, what say you? How do you see it? I think in my stage of my life, I, I would want to be wanted because I've done all the needed stuff and been there done that and so now what what do you do you want me because you you kind of you kind of would have a mindset because once we get to know each other what I can provide for you what you so do you want me or do you need what I have so I would want to be wanted okay okay all right I can understand that I am going to pivot to my panel with Patricia just so I can get your take on is it better to be needed or wanted in a relationship at this juncture of your life through the eyes of you? She might be having some technical difficulties, so I'm going to go ahead and give my spiel on it. So for me, I desire to be wanted and not needed. I desire to be wanted because if you want me, then you are a complete person and you see me as added value to your life. But if you need me, then you see me as a sum to your total. You see me as someone who is the completion of you. And that's too much pressure to put on this five foot nine, 210 pound guy. Well, I'm a dinosaur now. It's too much pressure to put on me because if I ever walk slower than usual, if I ever begin to withdraw, then now my partner is shattered. Now she is totally lost and she feels like no one wants her, no one needs her. And that's just too much pressure on me. I have been that person several times and it didn't pan out for me. So the older I get, the more experienced I become, the more I realize, you know what, P, it's best to be wanted, vice needed. Can I push back a little bit? Oh, wait a minute. Can I push back just a little on that? Because when when you say that, right, are you under the presumption that the other half of this equation 
brings nothing to the table if they're needing you. Well, I'm because, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because if, because I also said I want to be wanted because I've already done the need part in my life. So the wanted part, are they also contributing something to the relationship or are they just there with the handout in under your circumstances, in your, so, in your scenario? Right. So in my scenario, I'm speaking of me and her getting to know each other from the onset. I'm not speaking about her and I in a, in a new season or a second or third season together where, where it's more than just dating. Cause dating is what it's discovery. Now we're more so into a flux. I'm not talking about that. I'm speaking of just on the onset. Hey, how you doing? Getting to know you, learning you, appreciating you and trying to understand you. And if someone tells me that I need you, I need somebody like this and, and P you particularly fit the bill because of a blah, blah, blah. I push back and I say, would it matter what the need is? Of course, of course it would. Of course. Okay. And I, I'm just, don't I'm you just... realize, don't you realize that wanting and needing is a service? I'm aware. I'm, 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 I am truly okay. aware of that. In relationships, we serve each other. Okay. Okay. That's why I say that want and, and need is so close together. Right. Um, because if you have someone in your life that is respectable and honorable and caring and kind mm -hmm. and being what you need, okay? Right. Then the want and the need is the same. Because out of want, there's a service, and out of need, there's a service. Right. But if you're in love, if this is a relationship, right, you surrender in love and peace and joy. You don't take those two words and, and let them be a catalyst. You're just moving on the energy that we're right now at this time and place. We are essential to each other. Okay. We okay. see each other's needs. We know what those needs are. We see each other's wants. And right. we know what those wants are. Right. Okay. Yes. This is I this is where I disagree a little bit with that. Because yes, there are times when, you know, the two are together. Those two wants and needs are together. You know, but there are also times when they're separate. Because you know, if you are that individual who your needs are met as far as all the physical needs that you you have, you know, as far as home, you know, car, you know, your 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 monetary needs are met, you know, you, you know, want to be with somebody who wants you, you know, and I think maybe too how your other relationships went has something to do with are you on the need side more or are you on the want side more? Correct. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You know, so be depending on how, you know, some of the your your past relationships have went, you know, it could lead you on one side or the other. You know, like if you felt in a relationship that, you know, the person took you for granted, you know, didn't appreciate some of the things that you you did for them. You know, you it's not that you want, you know, to be tapped on the shoulder, you know, or tapped on the head at a girl, you know, or at a boy. You know, that they never, you felt like they never just said thank you or they never, you know, gave you a hug, you know, showed the appreciation for when you took the time, you know, to cook that meal that you, that, you know, they like, you right. know, right. so you didn't feel wanted, mm -hmm. you know, but if you're now in a really, you're, you're, you, you've had some distance, you know, with the, with those past relationships and you're like, you know what, I want to be, feel, I want to feel wanted. I want to feel that that person wants to be there. You know, he doesn't need me, you know, to cook a meal for him. You know, he wants me there because he loves me. Right. He loves talking to me. Right. He right. loves going out with me. Mm -hmm. You know, he wants me to be with him. Right. You know, so that feeling of him wanting you and you know, you know, you're the one he wants to be with. 
not the one that he needs to be with. Right. You know, so depending how right. you are in the past, at this time, you because the question is, at this time in your life. Correct. Thank you right. so much for that, Sammy Sam. Right. At this juncture of your life. What so really is, the whole difference with, between the two will actually be the approach of the other person. Because you, you use the thing meal, right? Right. There's a difference if I ask you if you would like to go out to dinner or I say, look, I'm hungry. We, what you going to cook for food? It's the same meal, right? But how is it presented? Right. The whole comp the whole mentality of how you see it. That's correct. Correct. You're right. I You're completely right. agree. Yeah, because I've been on a podcast many um weeks ago and it alluded to if a man and a woman begin to talk and they and he or she tells him, Hey, I don't need a man, I don't need this, I just want a man, and how would a man feel? And I pushed back and I said, Hey. I prefer the woman to not need a man. I prefer her to want one because that tells me that she is whole. She's complete. She's complete. Yeah, yeah, she's complete. She doesn't see me as the sum of the completion of her. And a lot of times people who are broken are looking for the other person to complete them. Now, I do believe that there, there are levels to this, meaning as you go from courting him or her into another stratosphere, then you build reliancy on each other. Then you build dependency. And of course, the want definitely turns to your point, Nandy B, as a need. You follow me? But to me, I feel like there's different stages to it. But at this juncture of my tender life, I just believe that it's better to be wanted than needed because there's too much pressure on people to have to be the savior of the moment, the savior of the day. You right. can't have a bad day. You can't have a bad season. Right. That's why I said this. I agree with you hundred percent. That's why I said, cause is it different if you tell me that if I don't bring you something to eat, you're going to starve to death. Vice asking me, Hey, would you like to go out to dinner with me? It's the same meal, but the change in the mindset is much different. Right. Right. You good on that, Nandy B? I still say what I said. Okay, okay, no, no problem. Uh, yes, yes. We all, I'm not trying I'm to change your mind. I hear I hear the I hear the inputs, but uh to me, need and, and want is the same thing to me. It's okay. Okay. It's, it's the dynamic of how we use the word. But right. Right. It's beyond the word, it's the energy that two people share. Okay. The mindset is different though. How so? Like I said, it's a difference in you telling me that if I don't get you something to eat, you're going to starve to death. Mm -hmm. Vice me asking you, would you like to go out to dinner? Okay. It's the same yeah. meal, yeah. but the pressure, you right. said it yourself, the difference yeah. in the pressure that's placed on the person who is the so-called quote unquote needed. Yeah. Because now it makes it, it becomes almost an obligation for me to do mm -hmm. this or I should feel guilty or feel gotcha. bad because of the outcome of something if I don't do it. Agree. I'm with you. Appreciate it. Thank you for that clarification. Well, the bottom line is that if you feel like in this is this junction of your life that you want to be wanted, okay, mm -hmm. then you need to be with someone who wants that same energy. Not correct. with someone who wants to be needed and you want to be wanted. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. Correct. You, yes. Again, this is y'all opening up the lines of communication, right. you know, and saying, you know, from the beginning, you know, this is what I want out of this relationship, you know. And here's what I figured out. I, I think when you're younger, you want to be, the want is what attracts you to people. Oh, I want that person. I want to be with that person. And as you Get past the, you know, now you're together, the wanting, you know, the longer you stay with that person, that's where I think the need comes in. I like that. You I know, like that. I like that. You know, I feel that way because I remember with um, one boyfriend I got with, you know, I, I told him at the beginning, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of used to being by myself, you know, so, 
you know, I, I, I'm, I don't think I, you know, would require us to be all up under each other or anything like that. Right. You know, and as our relationship progressed, you know, I found, well, hey, you know, we need to spend more time together. I was willing to, you know, I wanted to be spend more time with him. Right. You know, and he was like, well, didn't you say that you you kind of like like your, you know, but you didn't know that because you you wanted him at the beginning. Right. You know, and as the time in the relationship went by, you started to need him. Mm -hmm. I'm with you on that, Sammy Sam. I am because when I was in my 20s and in my 30s, it was all about being needed. And I tried to find where I was the difference and not the same as everybody else. That was key for me. I need to find out how I'm different. I need to find out that this is not the norm because if it was, then I'm not needed. I'm just wanted. Right. So that's how I was in my 20 and thirties. Now I'm a little long in the tooth. I'm too long in the tooth in my (laughs) eyes to be, to be needed vice wanted so i'd rather be wanted definitely but let's push away from the table in this next segment and i'm going to ask the question i'm gonna flip this now with everything that has been said nandy b gave her spiel mikey d gave his sammy sam you gave yours and i gave mine i'm gonna flip this question and ask do we want somebody or do we need somebody at this juncture of our life. In this juncture of my life, and I want and need. I that's that's I'm coming from a perspective that I've had good relationships. Okay. Okay. And a want can turn into a need, and a need can turn into a want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I always met situations where I always looked at myself, I'm a female. I'm not trying to do manly things and I want a man that can do manly things for me. Right. Okay? Right. And and to teach me as well. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I want a man I mean, I've had men that knew what the needs my needs were as a female i can't build stuff i can't fix repair stuff and so they knew there's they knew who they were as men how they were going to deal with me because of the person that i was okay right. so i have a need and a want i want your presence and i also need your masculinity if there's something that i can't do okay okay so it's a one and a need for me still. Okay. I'm going to pivot to you, Sammy Sam. What's the question? The question is, do we want somebody or do we need somebody in this segment at this juncture of our lives? Okay. So in pretty much in the last segment, you're asking how do we want, you know, the, the other person, we want the other person to either want or need us. Now you're asking us, do we want to need the other person now? That is correct. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sammy Sam, for making that complete. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm being, I, you know, I understand how you, it, it's two sides of the same coin, right? you know, right. it's two sides of the same coin, because if you say I need someone, you know, you're like, I need you. You're like, do I need them? What do I need them for? The more independent that you are, the more you will lead toward wanting vice needing. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. They yeah. The more independent you are as the person the more you lean toward wanting vice leading. I, I, I would say that because if you are independently handling everything on your own, 
you know, you do not need that extra body there to carry the weight of financial. To fill in the voids, correct. Exactly. And let's be honest, that's a lot. You know, that's what a lot of, of you know, relationships are about. Finances play a big part. Heck, finances are why, you know, over 50% of marriages fail. Right, right. You know, so it's like, if you, if you, if you, if that's something that you need, you know, it's not, it's not wrong for you to say that that's what I need. You know, right, exactly. It's not not wrong for you to say that that, that's what you need. Right. You know, but if I didn't have this need, I would be, it would be a want. Okay. So, so what is it? You said all of that to say what? <laughs> to so say- the more independent you are to able to take care of yourself, then the things that you seek or want, the less independent you are, you have more needs. Facts. You know, facts. 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 Okay. Facts. Okay, Sammy. So I'm I'm so I'm I'm gonna have to say I'm 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 a want right now. I'm a want. So you want somebody right now. At this juncture of your beautiful life, right? Yeah. You know, you okay. want the right body, not just anybody. You want right. the right body. Right. right. I like that. That's good. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the same boat as you. Right. You know, I just want somebody, but a special somebody, not just the any old body, not just the ordinary body, but I want a special somebody. That's, that, that's, that's me. But Mikey D, what say you? I'm in the same situation. Think of it like buying a car, right? Mm-hmm. The more financially comfortable you are, you pick the car you want. The less you are, you get the least expensive one because you just need it to start and take gas. Right. Because it serves, because you have a need there. Vice a point want. A to I, point B. Right. Vice, I, like, I want this car because. It has all of these different amenities to it because you're in a position to be able to do that. Okay. Okay. I like that. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. I do. Okay. So let's make some room for dessert, shall we? Let's make some room for dessert. So we, we nibbled on how the last podcast, it was beautiful. We also nibbled on what we want, whether want to be wanted or needed. And then we scaled back on in return, how we want to be presented as, as our, as our wants and needs. So let's push to dessert. Question to everybody. Oftentimes, yes or no, does care get construed for love? <laughs> I'm asked that again. Does care get misconstrued for love? Yes. Okay, hold that. Nandy B? No. Okay. Because okay. if you care, well, you said one answer. No. Okay, okay. All righty. Sammy Sam, does care get oftentimes misconstrued as love? It You know, it depends on who you're dealing with because the person who just cares, just is thinking they're just giving care vibes. You know, I care about this person, you know, so hey, I brought him some some soup today, you know, because I know he likes soup and I brought him some soup, you know, and that person can misconstrue this as, oh, she really likes me. You know, she right. wants, you know, she, you know, she, she probably really not really likes me. You know, she brought me this, you know, right. so she's, got, you know, so, it, it can be it's again it's all of who you're dealing with you know and unfortunately right. it's sometimes you think you're not giving out that vibe at all but what their need is can make it become that correct correct oh because they need love right now so they're t- taking your caring for loving right. any act any act of kindness can be embellished in their mind yes correct So I see Stephanie is here. Stephanie, welcome to the table. We're having dessert because you missed you missed the other two courses, but that's fine. <laughs> so the question with the with this dessert is does care 
oftentimes get misconstrued as love. Yes. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hello. Hi. I would say that care can be misconstrued as love. However, love and care, caring is love as well. But I would say some, it depends on who the person is that you're showing care to because we can get a little, um, what's the word for it? Twisted. Yes, get it all twisted. Yes. Misconstrued. Misconstrued. Feeling like, oh, that means they love me. They're in love with me. But it means they just care because a lot of people have caring hearts. That don't mean that they love you and they want you. Right. There's not an emotional attachment. They're just a kind-hearted person. You're right. Yes, exactly. Right. I would agree. I would agree with you. I would agree with with, uh, Mikey D and Sammy Sam. I hear you, Nandy B. I know you think that loving is caring and caring is loving. I got you. I got you on that. I totally understand. I do. I just see it that if I'm catering to you, if I'm looking out for you, if I'm doing things to make sure you're good, that just means I care about you unless we have reached degrees of love when I'm truly telling you, hey, I'm loving you. This is how I love. But if I'm just tending to your needs and I'm just making sure you're good, then a lot of times this can be misconstrued as love because it, it happens in relationships. It happens in friendships. It happens yes. in kinships. Yes. I thought it happens in working relationships. Right. I thought they loved me. No, they, they really, really cared about you. They have a heavy heart about people period. And this is what they do. Yeah. Everybody with me on that? Yeah. yeah. And then speaking of love, Let's let's get to the segment of scraping the plate clean here. <laughs> to me, love, love is just as much about tolerance for people's weaknesses as it is for aberration and adoration for the strengths in your partner. I would agree with that. Nandy B, talk to me. Well, there's so many different levels of love, okay? You got young love, middle-aged love, and you got old love. And you have love without all of the the decorations and and, uh, situations. Love is really a powerful energy that can do for you what you need if you're in the right mind frame you with the right person okay so love has its levels you know and it depends on how long you're with a person right you'll see those levels grow if you just are in it for temporarily you only see temporarily love what love can do temporarily mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. okay okay stephanie yeah. I'll repeat the question again. Right. So I made a statement for everybody to chime in on that love is just as much about tolerance for weaknesses as it is about the aberration for the strengths in your part. Oh, yes. I see with that. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I was okay doing homework, so I'm a little... I just wanted to catch up with y'all. Yes, love... Mm-hmm. I agree with what uh, Nandy B just said about okay. the love and the strength. Okay. And it depends on the level of love and how long you've been together. And Yeah. Right. So for me, right. So I do my best in removing the romance a lot of times from the love that I give and the love I lean on with my partner, because you, it, how can I say it? I lean on the tolerance because every day it's not going to be the young and the restless and all the other soap (laughs) operas. Exactly. So I lean on tolerance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Follow me. Hey, can I tolerate how she 
does X, Y, and Z? Can I tolerate the fact that she's going to have a fit because I have my feet on the couch or blah, 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 blah. So, um, Sammy, Sam, can you speak to that? Yeah, I think I understand what you're saying. You know, basically it's like what you have to accept the good, the bad, and the ugly when you love someone. Nobody yeah. is perfect. Yeah. Nobody. There's going to be some, especially one thing that that your significant other that you love does that ticks you the freak off. Oh, yes. Right. You I, know? But, you know, there are so there, there are times when you want to just go off on him. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I didn't take your feet off the table like you were saying. You know, I don't like your feet on the table. And right. then there are times you're just going to be like, you know what? What the heck ever? It's not even that serious right now. You know? Right. So it's like, and so again, there are things you are not going to like mm-hmm. about each other. You know, that's the word. You know, there are things you don't there are things you're not going to like, but you love them. And once you mm-hmm. like to just accept that, that is life. You know, or Jeez, even at a present time, you're going to be like, right now, I ain't liking his ass right now. Excuse my language. I'm not <laughs> liking him right now that much. Mm-hmm. You know, but then come at me like the next day, you know, the love is back. Right. You know, so just remember that there are things that you don't like. You're always not going to like about your, you know, your significant other, right. you know, and, but if you love them, that love stays there. Okay. Okay. Mikey D. I think, I think when you love somebody, you look at them with your heart so that when things, so that when things that if you looked at them with your head, will upset you when you look at them with your heart you explain it away to yourself you make it make sense so that you don't have the same amount of anger or venom or frustration with it because you're looking at that person not the actions of that person okay 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 i i can respect that i i like that point of view i do because at the end of the day, we have to love our partner in, in their love language. Yeah. You follow me, everybody? We first have to learn what their love language is. And the only way you're going to learn what their love language is, is if you love them. Because that means you commit to what they actually, what is their love language. You put the energy to figure out what makes them happy, what, what doesn't make them happy. And so you lean toward those things. And that takes right. commitment and energy. Right. Would you agree with that, Nandy B? Yes, I do. Okay. Sammy Sam. Would you agree with that, Sammy? I guess you had to take off. So I'm going to go to the last layer of this meal here. And that is, I believe that both parties need to answer the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room is, what do I give you that you can't get anywhere else? I believe that that is the <laughs> elephant in the room that both parties must address to each other, whether Explain with that. words Explain or whether with. What me? makes you stay here? What makes right. you stay with them? Exactly. And I would I agree with you. I had muted and was trying no to get problem. my phone right. No problem. Yeah. Yeah, but what makes them, what makes you stay together? Why do you love me? Okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? What do I give you that nobody else? Does? Why are you here? Yeah. Right. Why what do I give you that you can't get anywhere else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a question that I believe you express that with words to one another, as well as behaviors. Well, yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You follow me? Because we have to be willing to give our partner what they crave and need and not the things that we enjoy giving them, but the things that they desire within reason, obviously. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because a lot of times, well, I like to do this for X, Y, and Z. So this is how I'm going to present love, peace, and happiness. Well, that's not what he or she requires, though. 
Yeah, I it's, this the, person, it's the love. I know this person, right? If, if people would just keep love the way it is, respectable, accountable, okay, and honorable, that would be a beautiful thing. It's not impossible because I've known couples who have who had it, and it's and it's not something that's that can't be. But we add so many other things to uh, love, and it just gets discombobulated. What you know do you think we add? What do you so think we add to love that convolutes it? Huh? What do you think we add to love that convolutes the love? What does say that again? What do you think that we add to love that that disturbs the the naturalness of the love? When we are not realistic about what love is, not what we want it to become. Okay, if we stuck with the value of what love really is, that means you take your ego out of it, you take jealousy out of it. You take envy out of it. You take anything that will be an opposite of what love is. And this day and time, people are in love with people who degrade them, humiliate them, do all kinds of things. But I love you. Okay? Well, are they in love, love with a person or are they in love with love? But can uh, both things no, can both the person. Things, the person. Can both things I mean, be true? Huh? Couldn't both things be possibly true? Couldn't say that again? You said that they're in love with somebody who might, they tell somebody they love them, but yet they say nasty things to them or humiliate them or whatever the case may be, right? Yes. I, I asked the question, are, is it possible that both things are true? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. Well, point. I think that it might be true, but is it realistic? I'm not saying it's a healthy relationship, but is it possible that it could be true? Yeah, it could be true, but that's not what love is. And that's not what love produces. Remember, right. man puts his energy into an energy that's already been on this planet before man was here. Right. Okay. I got you. I got you. Okay. I got you on that. So Sammy, are you there? I'm a pivot to, I'm a pivot to myself. <laughs> My question as we close is communication killers in a relationship. I want to yeah. really speak to communication killers, things that kill the communication in a relationship. I have three yep. of them, but before I get to my three, I'm going to go around the table and ask, what are some communication killers? Lying. What, what are deal breakers for people? Yeah. Lying. Dishonesty? Yeah. This, for me, it's dishonesty. Because mm -hmm. if me and you are in a relationship, regardless of what happened or what you did or what you think I did, if we can't be honest about it with each other, right, then what do we have if I can't trust you? Right. Nothing. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. What you got? What you got, Sammy? As far lack as communication killers. Lack of communication. Yes. Okay. I like that. I like that's that. The, that's when the, you are not talking, you're right. just passing like ships in the night. Right. You yes. know, but nobody's stopping to say, um, could we get a rise? <laughs> can, we get a can we get a replenishment at sea? Right. <laughs> okay. okay. That and that needs to happen. If you just pass like ships in the night, you don't know. You don't know what's going on in each other's lives. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Nandy B. Oh, it's a whole list. Well, just you can just give me a few. Um, lying, cheating, pretending. Um. This negative okay. okay, opposite of what you are claiming, what you're saying, but you're not showing it. Right, right. 
Okay. 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 So for me, there I have I have such a thing called the deadly relationship trinity. And I call it the three C's. And that is comparison, criticism, and complaining to others. I'm gonna get into it. Mm. Comparison. Well my, mom, well, my mama did this, and my daddy mm-hmm. did it this way, and my and my cousins always told me if I encounter anybody like you, that I need to do X, Y, and Z. And I've never known a person to approach life like you. Comparisons, I'm never gonna win. Mm-hmm. Criticism. Criticism wow. will definitely kill communication. Mm-hmm. It will kill it on I will, I, I will push back on that for just a second. Because if I'm in a relationship with you and I actually care about you and I love you, I can constructively criticize you because I care enough to have put some thought into what is wrong. Mm-hmm. Healthy criticism. Healthy yeah, criticism. Yeah, so I said constructive, not okay. just mm-hmm. to break you down, but to right. say, wait a minute, if, if you do X, Y, Z instead of A, B, and C, this may be better for us because what I'm telling you, we're in this relationship together. So if I see you doing something destructive, what you're doing destructive is also going to impact me. Yep. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Okay. Yeah. And I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to the last C, and that is complaining to others oh, yeah. about, about oh, your situation. Yeah. You know, right. unless, what are they gonna do to help this? Right. Unless we're in counseling, you know, hey, complain, complain to this third party. But mm-hmm. whoever, whoever else you complain to, they're biased. So yep, right. whoever you tell them this or that about me, I'm a piece of crud. Yeah. So I believe those, those. You know what's the problem with that, yeah. really? What's up? Is that when people tell stories, right? Mm-hmm. They usually tell stories in which they are the hero or the victim. They don't tell you the part where they're culpable. So whoever, <laughs> oh, yes. so whoever they're complaining to is only going to hear it from them being a victim. So then you're right. You're gonna be mauled in it, right? You know, and I, I and I can say that last one as as a fact. You know, mm-hmm. I had a relationship where I, you know, young, you know, would complain to my mom about this individual, about the person, and I never understood why. You know, he's like, I need you to not do that because you don't understand. You know, your mom is hearing your side of the story, oh, and. Right. I'm not looking good in the, in that side. And there's so she's like, I'm going to need you not to go to your mother because I will never get back what I had before you said that to your mother. You know, she will always look at me now, you know, as, oh, you did this to my daughter or, you know, so, so and so there's stuff that I cannot get back, right. you know, from you. I understand your mom's your friend, but I'm going to need you to go to another person other than your mom because obviously your mom you know is somebody who I'm going to have to deal with so anytime it's like relationship stuff I'm 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 asking you please do not take that to your mother and I didn't understand why you know until afterwards and when he put it that way he's like I'm always going to be now that way to your mother I can't go back right because you destroyed my credibility and I can't reverse that there you go. That's always going to be there. Right. But you know, back in the day, my day, the elders, when there were when there was a problem with couples, they went to the elders. And the elders sat them down and they listened to both of them complain and find out to the root of the, the cause of their problems. And when they saw that the man was disrespectful, he didn't care about his kids and he wasn't doing the right thing by her, they would tell him and tell her, hey, listen, you're either going to stay here and accept him the way he is or let him go. See, we don't have that strong communication today. That when there's problems, we have to go find a therapist. Okay? And half the time, the therapists don't even understand because they haven't even been in a relationship themselves to understand what you're going through. But I do think that there should be a unit within the family. They used to say the in-laws were the outlaws, (laughs) but we weren't outlaws because we were the allies. We were, listen, 
But you know what happens in that a lot of times? Huh? But you know what can happen? You know what could be destructive to that? What? Is that you may see a relationship. Let's say you're talking about the in-laws, the elders, right? Yes. Those two people may have been together for 110 years, right? But you see the re- you see the relationship where dad is is always in it's it's a one way relationship, but yet they're still together all the time, right? So even though they're actually still together, you may not respect the people within the relationship. So then, if you don't, why would you then go to them for marital advice when you don't respect their marriage? Mm. Well, everybody's you're generalizing because everybody. Well, that's what we're all doing is generalizing. Well, the same thing. What do you think a therapist does? No, but 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 the the therapist is is supposedly a trained professional that addresses these things, and they're not they're not partial; they're impartial to this. You think so? Okay, keep believing. And wait a minute, and you don't know any history about them, so you don't go in what a preconceived notion of who that person is. But in a relationship that you have seen where you don't have respect for it, then it's very difficult for you to then go in there and discuss your problems and respect their advice when they're not actually practicing what they're telling you. It takes a village to raise a child, just like it takes a village to help a marriage. Okay? We got away from some very serious positive energy within that community within the community okay and a lot of times because we're in a whole new uh uh uh, thought pattern and and a lot of basics have changed and you have this new um thinking and 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 philosophies so we are like Not really solid in what we do and what we really think, but the greatest counselor is when you go within yourself and you talk to the God in you. The God in you is not going to steer you wrong. I I agree with that because the village is not, yes, I understand what you're saying. That's if that foundation is solid. There are villages where, you know, where the family is knowing that the, the wife is getting you know, uh, is getting beat, but guess right. in their way of thinking it. No, no, no. You you go to you go back to your husband. You know, we had this crazy saying in 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 Trinidad from long time. If you um your man don't love you, if he don't hit you, what kind of craziness is that? Right. You yeah, know, here too. Would, it was here too. You know, they would send you back to the abuser. The right. village would send you would run to your parents' house and they'll run to a sister's house and they can't intervene because that's between husband and wife and they don't get into get get involved in that. You right. know, men have killed women and they've said, Oh, she fell down the stairs. Right. right. You know. Yeah. Or you know, or all these bruises explain, oh, I hit my, you know, I I I ran into the door. You know. So I understand what you're saying, but the village, sometimes the village is not the answer. Right. But I understand culturally. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Culturally, I mean, I get it. Yes. Depending on where you are, what region, yes, I'm sure the village is definitely a pillar of the embodiment of everything that should be morally correct. Yes. But there's also the antithesis of that where you got villages where it's it's as, it's as toxic right. as Only the society the we live healthy. in. Right. But right. you have but you have the you have the option to uh put your village together of people you respect. Yes. Who will be by, who will not be uh um what's the word I'm looking for? What too partial biased that, that won't biased. be biased towards right. whatever the situation is because the elders, if you have the right elder around, elders around you, that's wisdom in its greatest shape, fashion, and form. I would that's if you that. have the right, right. wisdom yeah. around you. Right. Okay, you just right. can't just put a village together and don't know the characteristic of the village that you have. 
But if you have a village of strong women, strong men who right. believe in love, who believe in respect, who believe in honor, okay, they can they can look at these two individuals. They can share some information and tell them where where they're going wrong at. You understand? Well, I would push back and say if that was the case, right? If you had all those people around you, the likelihood is that the people who are in that relationship would have adopted those characteristics from all these strong people. So they wouldn't have this deterioration to the point where they would need desperate help. Nah, nah, I disagree. Totally disagree, Mikey D. Because, because you don't know, you don't know, you don't know how to use who's around you until you need to use them. No, that's not what I said. I'm saying they would, those traits would have been seen and developed throughout their lives so they wouldn't have all of this toxicity because where would they have gotten it from? If all these people were so strong and stable, then they would also be strong and stable because where would the, the imbalance come from? Well, once again, I disagree. They're individual scenarios, but I'm saying right. in totality. Have you ever had an elder? You've been in the service, right? Yep. Haven't you ever had an elder that came to you and took you under his wing to show you where your character need to be improved? To give you some words of encouragement? To let you know that you're greater than what you think you are? From a job position, but not from a personal life position. Not for the most part, no. Okay, but even that person telling you on a on a job position, that information can help you build your character in other areas as well. True. True, true. Very true, very true. I know for me, I had elders, elder statesmen that took me under their wing and they definitely gave me some life lesson tools. Like I was fortunate because a lot of people that looked like me, sounded like me, and came from where I'm from, they did not have the mentorship. So therefore, I was fortunate to get that tutelage, which helped me propel in my 20s and 30s. But, but in order that, for you to receive that from them, you had to respect them, right? That is correct. Okay. That's correct. Yes. I definitely had to respect them. I did. But it was a different era back then where... It was tough love. So they were they were forcing themselves as far as forcing information into my head. I wasn't receiving it right away. I was definitely rebellious. Yeah, I was rebellious. I was wayward, all the above. But I put it together and realized that the this is some food for thought that may not be around too long if I keep pushing the plate from the table too often. You know what I always look at? If somebody is coming to you with something, what's the gain for them? Because if there actually is no quote-unquote gain for them, then it's genuinely their concern for you. Right. Okay. Okay. I mean, I feel well, you. We all know people got masks on, but you'll know the ones who who mask for real. Off, and, you'll, and you'll know the ones who the mask they can eventually that mask comes off. Years. Huh? Right. Eventually the mask will come off because they gotta breathe. Yeah. Right. Mm, yeah. Right. You right. can only keep the mask on for so long. Correct. You know. Correct. It, it's it's like we said, when you first meet somebody, it's the their that's their representative. You know, the longer you are you 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 are around them, you you know, you meet the each time you keep seeing them and seeing them more you'll start seeing the real person over the representative. Right, right. I agree. Oh, yeah, that that was a mouthful. That was an eyeful, and that was a plateful right there, everybody. I'm just glad that we didn't break out into a food fight because it was getting a little testy. <laughs> I have a bit of a difference of opinion on some things. Ooh, Which is a healthy thing, right? Yeah, it was. Exactly. It was but, you know, I, I could have swore... Things was getting ready to fly, but I'm glad everybody <laughs> kept. <it. laughs> nah. I'm glad you kept your hands 
where my eyes can see. I appreciate we are, it. We are, we are, we are all people who have been trained how to act at the dinner table. <laughs> We're civilized individuals yeah. here, brother. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. As we close, oh, as we close, I'm sure there are some listeners whose stomach is full as I don't know what. And others may feel like this meal was a bit light to their tummy. But all I can tell you is this 60-minute meal is complete. It was great with no leftovers. Not even a wishbone is left. <laughs> no <laughs> bone for the dog. No Nothing. Dog for- <laughs> Nothing. Okay. So until the next time we break bread, let's keep this conversation going. As you bob and weave through traffic while on your trek to work or even to pick up your boo, your shorty, your family, your loved one, or even if you are amongst your co-workers at the break room sitting around the water cooler. Evoking a deeper and greater conversation is what this space is for. So to all of our followers and loyal listeners, we thanks for, we're just so thankful for you tuning in. So the next time we meet again, you best believe the next meal it's not just on me, it's on all of us. And we'll bring a toothpick. All right. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Hey, Good everybody. Night. Family, thank Be blessed, you. everyone. Good night. Have a great night.